0: Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the ISI Life Podcast. Got a chance to visit Coach Theo's facility in person over in Avon, FMU Fitness. And every time I go there, I just love interacting with Coach Theo and the way that he runs his organization. This talk is mainly focused on fitness and how we can weave our faith and our fitness into one thing. And he touches on uh, youth development, adult development, and just a wide range of how to be our best Physical self. So, I hope you enjoy the conversation and stay sharp, everybody. All right, we're here at FMU Fitness with Coach Theo. Got a uh, sneak peek behind the scenes, and we're going to talk today about the connection between faith and fitness. So, thank you for for having me here and doing this. Appreciate Dude, thanks
1: it. For, thanks for
0: inviting me to do it. I'm so excited. This is awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's so awesome to come in and get the energy. I've been here a couple times, and every time I come in, I'm just I just feel. Fuller for some reason, I feel lifted up as soon as I walk in the door. That's
1: awesome, man. I appreciate that so much. I love the fact that people can
0: feel something different. Yeah,
1: and sometimes I'm not even be able to explain it. But that word Fuller—that's a good word.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Got a lift for sure. Um, so for those of us who aren't as familiar with your background, give us a little, little, walk down memory lane, Coach Theo. A little bit about your upbringing. Yeah,
1: yeah, real quick. All right, so you know, I grew up in Youngstown with a, in a full-blooded Italian home, small home. There's four kids, and One thing that I just love about my upbringing is my family taught me that family is everything. So, so important in my life. As I grew up, I got into wrestling, kind of took over my life. Wrestling was my life for so many years, from seventh grade until college, wrestled at Cleveland State, and just a huge part of my life, and that's where I was exposed to training. That's where I really found a love. I started working out in sixth grade, And I just got obsessed with training. So that was my outlet. It definitely saved me in so many ways. But there was also a lot of things that happened that maybe maybe taught me some hard lessons. Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, though, God used those experiences to channel my focus on how to use fitness, how to use training. So great experiences that I needed to have. And that's what made me who I am for today. Um, I grew up Catholic. God was a part of our life but it wasn't necessarily the main focus and i didn't understand the relationship with jesus Mm. and when i went to college i made bad choices was not the person i am today so it was completely a different person (laughs) made some bad choices was failing out of school hit rock bottom and when i hit rock bottom that's when i kind of like i looked up and i said if there's a god up there i'm gonna follow you because my way is not working and i didn't know who he was at that time but know what it meant to follow him i just said i'm gonna follow you i made a decision that day to give my life to Jesus And thankfully I had a teammate Who was kind of like that first guy in my life That was actually a preacher mm, wow. and, and always wanted to talk about God I didn't want to listen and so finally I said, I'm ready to listen, man. And he started teaching me. Yeah. And that's where the journey started. Did he reach out to you in that rock bottom moment or did you reach out to him? So he always reached out to me before that rock bottom moment. This was a guy who, you know, you know, it was one of those guys, his name was Joe Phillips, man. He's awesome. State champ from Maple Heights. You know, one of those guys who just looks different, acts yeah. different, yeah. is different. Everyone's partying, everyone's making stupid decisions and he's just that calm focused what's different about that guy and and he always you know was open about talking about god hmm. he would challenge you but when you're not ready to receive it you just kind of yeah yeah whatever Put it in cool back. man yeah. that's not my life so when i hit rock bottom i knew who he was hmm. and so i reached out to him
0: wow what did and that look he... like what did you just say hey come chat with me come hang out with me uh, yeah like, i just remember saying
1: man i'm ready wow. i'm ready to come to church with you wow and I want huge, you to start huge helping me. Huge game changer in your life, Joe huge. Phillips, man.
0: I love it. Huge credit to Joe Phillips, man. Big yeah. part of what you are today. So fast yeah. forward to today. Yep. Um, here we are. We're hanging out um, this amazing facility. When people ask you, I'm sure you get it. You know, what do you do? Or someone asks you what you do for a living. How do you how do you even answer that? Because you're yeah. writing books, you're doing coaching, you're doing so many different things. How do you answer that question? Yeah. No, that's
1: a great question because you know I always say I play, man. I play. I get to come in. To a gym, work out with people, talk about God, have so much fun that the only thing that ever feels like a job is the administrative work. Hmm. And and that's why I really like (laughs) try to outsource as much as I can because I love coaching, I love creating content, I love being with people and playing. But you know the the literal explanation is I'm a a gym owner but, Mm -hmm. and I always say this, but it's like a community center. So I always go, it's not really a gym. It's kind of hard to explain. We do fitness, but we do charity events. We do church services. It's like a community gathering. It's hard to explain. Yeah.
0: You know? It's Well, you say it's a lot. It's, it's more than a gym. It's not just a gym.
1: I always say it's more than a gym.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. It. Well, I think a big part of uh, the ISI audience, um, people are trying to make that connection to the 5Fs, the faith, family, faculty, fitness, and finance, and really not just having faith as a part of your, your wheel and uh, something you do on Sundays, but how do you integrate it into everything you do? And I think one thing that's great about you and this facility is how you integrate faith into everything you do. Yeah. Point being, today, as I witness some of your members leaving the, the 9.30 class and they say, Theo, what about our wrap-up prayer? Yeah. So, that was I- so
1: awesome. <laughs> I love it. Called yeah. me out, man. Yeah. Because so Friday mornings we try to pray after every workout. And if I, if I let it go, because I think people don't care about it, you see how they come up to me and say, hey, we didn't pray. yeah, And they hold me accountable and have at times let it themselves if I had to go to a meeting right after class. So it is pretty neat. Now, the reason that is, is because we're bold about who we are and faith is the number one. It is the number one. And so we are a gym, but we're very vocal about it. We are a Christian-focused
0: gym. Was that always the, the thought process, or did that become? It's a great question. After
1: so, since day one, because this was a leap of faith that we felt like we were following God's lead to create this, we said we have to put him at the forefront. Because there's no way I can ever take credit for what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the reason I'm taking the leap of faith. My wife was adamant about saying, you know, we're a Christian gym. When you start something, though, and you're trying to figure out what to do, you get nervous. And, and there were many times that we questioned, is this the right thing to do? Are we pushing people away? What's going to happen to the company if we're very vocal about loving God? There were people that told us not to do it. And so you do question it, yeah, I can see. and you do get nervous. And then there was one day I had a, just one of those pivotal moments, breakthrough moments, where someone came in here, and they said, hey, I think you just need to be careful. You need to watch out with this Christian thing. And I remember thinking, nope. There's no way because this is all because of God. It's for God. I made a decal made. Life is not about you because that's my life Mm. motto from my life verse. And I put it on this wall when you first walk in because I said from now on, we're never going to forget that it is not about us. It's about God. And we are going to be so bold and so vocal about it that everyone knows. Everyone knows because the other thing I didn't want to happen was I didn't want people coming in here. And thinking I was trying to mislead them. Yeah. If you come in these doors, you know Coach Theo and Coach Amber love God, and we talk about them. Yeah. And they come in, they know what they're going to get. So we
0: don't it's have to it worry about. It's obviously part of what they're they're coming here for, not just getting in great shape, but um, filling up a different part of their, you know, their mind and their heart as well. Which Absolutely. Is, is awesome. I love that. It's the most important piece. Drew that line in the sand and fully committed to it. Yeah. That's awesome. So what are, what are some of your other thoughts on people who maybe live further away, can't come and experience FMU in person and how they can incorporate their, their faith into their fitness and their well-being as a, as a human?
1: Yeah, so I always say, you know, intention is everything. And I used to love working out just about the physicality part. When I changed my life around, though, I realized that even though this is a very selfish industry and can be all about vanity, that it doesn't have to be that way so you can turn it around and change your intention about why do you train Mm. why why train and we always say it's for those who need you it's for those who can't because you can and it's for God because he gave you this life and so for anyone who maybe is looking for motivation or I mean you hear it all the time where people think that fitness is kinda selfish so they don't want to enter that world because everything that you see on mainstream media uh, you, you say but there's a totally different intention God gave you this body which is such a gift that we need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So get up and move, eat the right food, take care of yourself, because when you do that, you're honoring the gift of life that he gave you. And, and there's people that can't do it, that wish they could, and there's people that need us. And so, like you heard in the prayer today, like when we come in here and we get strong and we get healthy, it makes us a better person. Yeah. Because it's not about us, but it starts with us. So that when we leave here, we can be better for our families our friends, people that we haven't even met yet. I mean, you know fitness makes you more focused, clears your mind, you know, opens up neural pathways that just helps you think in a different way. And you leave here feeling like a better person and then you can be better. Talk about motivation
0: else. for those who who need you, for those who can't, and for God. Yeah, that is a strong way to get up in the morning and get after it.
1: That's the motivation mm-hmm. that will get you up,
0: I love because it. you know if it's all about you, mm-hmm.
1: there's days that you're like, well, I don't feel like going today, but when you're like, this is not my body, mm-hmm. I've got to go. It's my duty to take care of this body. Mm-hmm. It gives you so much motivation.
0: Is that you know? Is that your intention when you think about your why and your you know your personal drive? You think about those three?
1: Yeah. Daily, And I know we're going to talk about habits soon, so you're going to hear how I do that
0: (laughs) daily. I love it. Well, let's let's go uh, there. Let's talk about some of the habits and um, some of the ways where you've structured some of your healthy habits to get towards that. Yeah.
1: All right, man. So I'll say this. Just thinking about habits. Habits are so important. Habits are definitely what dictate your day so that your day doesn't dictate you. And I always say the devil wants to own your habits, because if he owns your habits, he's going to own you going through the motions. And so when you wake up, you really have to think about your little habits and dictate them so that you lead your day and you don't just react, but that you're proactive. So I will say this, because we're talking about how I keep that why in the forefront of my mind. Every day, the most powerful habit that I do that I will never be able to live without is morning prayer before I even get out of bed. And it's the first thing that I do every day in bed in bed Mm -hmm. don't even step out gotcha just sit up Mm. won't even let my feet hit the floor and i'm going to be honest about this this was something i've always done for i would say the last five years but just a year ago i started being so much more intentional about what i say that it's turned into this really kind of like long i call it like a personal credo Hmm. where you really recite kind of in a in a rehearsed format so that you can own your thoughts too that's another habit positive self-talk i'm gonna go all over the so, place no, i'm just curious yeah. if
0: you, are you able to share a glimpse of what that what, yeah. you know for those are wondering is this a 30 second thing is this a three minute thing is this, this can 10 turn seconds? into like six minutes sometimes oh, okay. 12 so you minutes sit up out of bed you sit up in bed and you have this thing that sounds something like yeah i'm gonna tell you yeah so
1: every day man when i i, I sit up the, the first thing i say is god thank you because through the grace of you. I'm getting better and better in every way, Mm. and this is going to be a great day. That's the first thing I start with. And I thank him for the people that he's put in my life, and I thank him for the life that he gave me for being able to walk, talk, and breathe. Then I go into the things that I need help with. So give me the strength. Give me the courage. Give me the positivity. Mm. Because default mindset is negative. So give me the positivity. Give me the grace, the patience, and the love. Because I know that it is easy to get sidetracked, and forget that I need to be graceful and patient and loving with everyone that comes through these doors, mm. with everyone that I encounter. And then I, uh, I always pray for the, the people in my life, like my wife and my kids and uh, my, my members here, my friends. So I take it off of me and I pray for them. So gratitude, uh, the things that I need help with, I give it up to Him. And then I always end by surrendering everything. Mm. These are, you know, look, I fear you and nobody else. Uh, you guide me because I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. So show me the way and help me make these decisions. Keep giving me the opportunity. Show me which ones to take. And I will say this: you don't need long. Yeah. Powerful, I mean, this used to be like one to three to minutes, minutes right? Yeah. It's just that
0: I got so addicted to it because
1: I saw the power. Mm.
0: Prayer is powerful. Prayer will literally change your mindset. Yeah, I remember listening into one of your recent your podcast. You're talking about it can actually. Uh, change the physical makeup of your I don't know if it's your brain or yeah, your me, body you're just but it has a physical change.
1: Yeah, absolutely man. Research shows that dedicated intentional prayer daily for just 12 weeks changes the chemical makeup of your brain. Brain scans have shown it. Wow. And it, it and I tell people that cuz it's a fun stat. We all we all love stats. So that you it's not just about getting closer to God but you're actually changing your brain. Mm-hmm. Which is going to help you keep pursuing him because you know how easy it is to get sidetracked.
0: Most powerful thing, and it's free. It's free, man. That's amazing. Free. All right. So swinging back, we'll get maybe touch on some more habits um, in a few, but that's an awesome one to start the day with. A powerful way to prime the day. So you're you're priming your day, and um, I think you know switching gears to FMU, talking a huge part of this business. And I hate to even call it a business because it's just so much more than. It's that. It's hard to say. I know. I do the same <laughs> thing. It weird. It's like it, it's it's so much more than that. Um, but when you think about the kids and the the young ones that come in here, uh, starting as early as age four, um, you obviously have it's about seventy five percent of the people that yeah. come to the door are kids. Correct. And I think a lot of the a lot of us. I mean, me even specifically, I get our, our boys are almost four years old. Um, You've seen a lot of the kids and what they're doing to develop physically. What are some of the thoughts on what we can do to help our kids develop physically? Yeah. Um, or not even just physically, but in all ways. What are, what are some of the things that you've seen as best practices?
1: Yeah, so I want to give two things here. I want to give a thought process that all of us adults have to go through to reflect on our own life. About Because, you know, one of the questions you get is, how do I change my kid? How do I get my kid to want to be healthy? How do I get them to want to pursue God? And so I always say, first of all, start with you. How are you getting healthy and how are you pursuing God? Because here's the fact of the matter that I know for sure from working with thousands of kids over the last, you know, it's been more than 10 years. Cause even before my company, I worked with kids in counseling and social work, but we have to change and we have to be the example. So perfect example, Sunday mornings, I love to run on the treadmill downstairs before the kids wake up. Mm. I don't have to say a word. They wake up, they come downstairs. If I'm still running, they see what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, we have like a little jungle gym in our basement. They start working out. It's awesome. They want to do it. And I'm not saying anything. They're just seeing the example. If my wife drinks a green, healthy smoothie, she's not saying anything. They see it and they want to do it. And so just by being the example, we don't force them to do fitness. We just do it. Mm. And if we do it, they're going to see it. Kids pick up by watching. I'm telling you, man, they learn by watching. So the first thing I say to parents is if you want your kids to be healthy, you better be healthy. Because they're going to learn from watching your habits and watching how you live your life. You can't force them to eat good food if you don't eat good food. They're so smart and so aware of going on <laughs> what's going on that even at a young age, they know if you're a hypocrite. It's amazing. They don't miss a thing. They don't miss a thing. Yeah. And a quick thing, man, because I got <laughs> a lot of cool stories. One day I sat in here with my kids and I asked them all these questions. And I, and I just said stuff like, do, you, do your parents ever tell you not to swear, but then they swear? Yep. And I said, do your parents ever tell you to eat healthy, but they don't eat healthy? Yes, Coach Theo, they do that all the time. Do your parents tell you to stop being on technology, but they're on technology all the time? Yes! And they were just hooting and hollering they were screaming. They watch. They see it. They understand it. Mm -hmm. They know what's going on. And then the second thing I would say is when it comes to just getting your kids to to find a a desire to be physical is just encourage play because play is the most important thing. And so we just want to get them moving. And that's why it's been so powerful here. Yeah. Because we've developed a free play based model where we just get kids to be kids again. We have like a playground. We want them to play. So getting on playgrounds, just moving, creating games and not over structuring everything. Because when you over structure things, what you see happen is, and you see this with older kids, they don't know how to create because they're always being told what to
0: do. It's following instructions. yeah. Yeah.
1: And so anyone that's getting their kids involved in activities, be careful which ones, and always be careful of who's coaching and who's leading, because I think what's happening nowadays, too, is things are things are getting, like, way too competitive, way too serious, at way too young of an age. Hmm. And so just being mindful, of like, if you're getting them involved in things, make sure it's a positive, loving environment that's, that's letting kids kind of explore and discover and not being so, uh, you know, it's not NFL athletes at 7 to 10 years old, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah, you're still just coming up be creative having enjoying what you're doing having fun yeah. so you you structure some of the workouts here partly structured but partly free play what yeah, a, have you found a, the right rhythm and yeah talk more about that that's that
1: awesome it? that's the word we use it's a rhythm you got flow and go with kids and so over the years and, and let me say this i made so many mistakes and i kind of started too serious when i first started and then i, I just learned by watching by yeah. listening and by being a kid uh, of what they really need and so yeah we've developed a rhythm where they come in and we flow with them, meaning like we let them have free play, then we bring them in for structure. So each class is half free, like and even guided discovery we sure. call it. So like even while they're doing free play, we're guiding them, hey, why don't you do this? Let's create this obstacle course. Did you ever try this? Why don't you try to get up that wall 10 times? And then it's <laughs> half structure. where we bring them in, we run them through stations because we want to teach them. We want to show them, we want to expose them. How do you do push-ups? How do you do ladder drills, sled pushes, lunges, Pull-ups,
0: so it's both. Yeah, free play and structure. I love it. Sounds fun. I want to do that. I'm saying, I mean, man, it's the best no, thing in the world. Not just for my boys, but I mean, I want to go out there and jump up the, you know, climb up the warp wall, yep. or just climb on the rings. It's, you yeah, I think you miss that as an adult somehow. You become more programmed just to good work and you know treat fitness as you know not as much fun and play as, as I think we all need
1: absolutely um, and we when stopped you, playing
0: when you spoke at ISI uh, you know a couple of months back and you mentioned just the importance of play yeah. I really thought about that in my how much fun am I having like enjoying yeah. just playing riding my mountain bike and just enjoying you know fitness not right. thinking of fitness as a job but just how can I enjoy it absolutely man so
1: when I walk into a gym I see play yeah and I think some people see it as a chore and it kind of makes people anxious yeah and if you can really just over time just keep changing your mindset that you don't have to do it you get to do it you don't have to work out you get to work out that's a big perspective changer and it makes it a lot more fun when you see it as something you get to do because it's it's moving i think we get stressed out because we think we have to do these really hard killer workouts but just remind yourself that moving is phenomenal yeah just get play is moving just move and you're going to see a lot of power with it it makes you present uh, and God wants us to be joyful, man. He doesn't want us to be stressed out, burned out, that,
0: that so mindset, strict all the time. Yeah, I have to get to. Um, I use that as probably one of my most powerful mindset shifts. Uh, yes. When I'm going down something, I think, oh, man, I'm not, something I'm not excited about or something I feel like is, you know, I'd rather be doing something else. I think, and the fact that I get to do this in um, changing perspectives can instantly shift my shift my totally. brain into a whole different mindset. So for sure, man, I appreciate you, you bringing it. that up. Yeah, um, which I think is you know how you structure that and bring faith in here is a big part of the reason why I believe that this FMU has been blessed yes. and has tremendously. Uh, so yes. I want to switch and talk a little bit about the book, the newest book, Why Numbers Soar. Yeah, and I know there's there's five key principles uh, from the book which. Um, I'll kind of rattle them off and then maybe focus on the fifth one because I sure. think it's it's a really awesome one, kind of what we're talking about. But never, point number one is never forget where you came from. Focus on the people right in front of you. The more you get, the more you give, and the more you give, the more you get. Which confuses
1: people, but when you read <laughs> it, explain it.
0: No, <laughs> oh, I like it. And then be you, do you, and nobody else. Number five, change your why and keep it in the forefront of your mind. So maybe elaborate on that one a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so we kind of hinted at
1: it when I talked about how, you know, I used to train out of vanity and then I changed my why to actually it's about being selfless and, and using it for a bigger purpose. And so it's not about you, but it starts with you. Your, your why, your intention changes everything. We We can all wake up thinking that our life is about being super successful because we're going to get a platform for us. And we can apply the same drive, the same mindset, but realize, no, we want to wake up and be super successful, be the best that we can be, whatever, achieve money, achieve status, because then we can create a platform for God. And when we will get more resources or become better people, we can then inspire other people to do the same thing. And so it's kind of like in this company ministry model where you can create a service to make the world a better place not create a service so that you can brag about I grinded and I worked so hard and look what I did and look what I earned. It's, it's no, I'm on a mission Mm -hmm. to create a great service to make the world a better place. And when you do that, I think like you said, that's when the blessings start to come in and it's not your intention. You're not, you're not trying to do it because you want to become rich. You're doing it because you want to enrich people's lives. the, Almost indirect, but direct benefit is that God will then bless you for it because your intention's right. And not now, let me say this: not always. I don't want people to think that just because you do good means you're gonna get good. No, God said this world is gonna be difficult. Yeah, absolutely. You're on a mission to pursue Jesus, even if it's really, really hard mm-hmm. and uncomfortable, and you don't get anything in return. So your intention is not to get something in return. But I think what we've seen is it kind of happens. You know, it's like you take care of him and his kingdom, and you just see amazing things come come through.
0: As a part of that blessing, yeah, it's, yeah, it goes with the point right above it. I mean, I think you guys are so authentic about that. That you know, the point before that, point number four: be you, do you, and nobody else. I mean, that's that's you guys just being living it, breathing it, not trying to be somebody else. But here's who we are. Here, here's what we're all about. And here it is. If you want, come get it. Yeah, I love that.
1: I think I think it's so much more attractive than trying to be someone you're not because again people can see that so you got gems popping up doing things that they think Mm. is what they're supposed to do because they they see the latest trend but that's not what they really want to do and what's gonna happen is people are gonna see right through that and it's just gonna start to fade so you have to be when we created our system we had to be exactly who we thought God created us to be and what he wanted us to deliver and so we're just real and we don't get worried about what's popping up around here Yeah, we do what we know he wants us to do and we just stay right on that mission
0: stay true to your own mission I love yeah. that it's awesome so got a great thing going here uh, obviously a lot of the success um, or failure we learn is from prior experiences. Yeah. So I, I love the concept of failing forward and, you know, everything that happens to you is an opportunity to learn and grow. It's yeah. a mindset that I try to adopt and take, take every opportunity to to learn from it. You know, when you look back on um, your experiences up until this point, are there any of those big aha moments that stand out to you as um you know that was that sucked in the moment yes. but it really made me stronger and better because of it
1: yeah oh man i've got so many and i love that you brought this up because you totally get it you own a company you know what it's like you only succeed if you fail and you've gotta it's sometimes better to make a decision than no decision yep. just make the decision and figure it out because if you fail then you're going to fail the right way right so you have to fail and and like you like you know even when you say it it's not really a failure it's it's just what we consider failure it's actually the process right yeah moment yeah so it's just the process of progress um but here's the thing i failed so many times but I want to share a story that attracts people (laughs) about my experience on Ninja Warrior you know that show American Ninja Warrior well a few years ago I had the privilege to go downtown and compete at the Cleveland location okay it's a qualifier yeah the qualifier event man I got to go on American Ninja Warrior and compete in stage one and I, the, the quick backstory is people knew I didn't really want to do it because, even though I love playing on these obstacles that we have here that mm-hmm. are Ninja Warrior like, I know my skill set, and when you're a Ninja Warrior, you got to be able it's to it's hang it's on really <laughs> small things. Get, rock climbers do exceptionally well. Yep. I'm a I'm a I'm a what I always say like a conditioning athlete. I love to do conditioning work and lift weights, and so I know my skill set. So.
0: Go ahead. You so say, I was so- gonna say, so going into this, did you know that this might not be your like your strong suit, or yeah, did you so, think I'm just I got this?
1: So I want people to know that w- w- why this e- event was so powerful is because I didn't really want to apply, and for ye or for months leading up, my kids begged me. Oh wow! My kids here at this gym begged me, and a <laughs> good friend, Coach Dan Bernard. Is like a brother to me who just said, dude, we gotta just put in videos. Hmm. And he, Nick, I kid you not, it was an hour before the submission deadline. Oh no. That I finally say, you know what? I'm just gonna put the video in. Because maybe they won't even pick me, right? Well wouldn't you know <laughs> April comes along and they decide, hey Coach Theo, we wanna have you on the show so, and I'm right. like, No. <laughs> Cause, Cause I know like this is not my skill set. And there is a chance mm. that I'm gonna fail. Mm on national television and now I got to come back and tell all these kids what happened. So I want people to know that this was such a huge leap of faith because what I had to do was suck up my pride
0: Mm.
1: and say, hey, guess what? Go for it because you don't know what's going to happen. Everything you teach these kids, you got to show them right now what this means. And So this is why this event became so powerful because I went on the show and I did actually look at the course and think, oh yeah, this is going to be good. I got this. So I actually kind of lost some humility oh. and slipped on this, what I would say is probably one of the simplest things, like a balance obstacle. Uh-huh. You know, made it through the first thing, which, by the way, guys, everything is so much bigger in real life than
0: on TV. On TV.
1: <laughs> so those quintuple steps at the beginning are way farther apart than they look like on TV. So make it through those, make it through that crazy log roll where it just spins you around so fast. And then there's this balance obstacle that falls as soon as you hit it and I tripped and fell head first in the water but I never thought that would have happened because Mm -hmm. that that to me looked like the easiest thing so now I'm humbled like crazy wow
0: because I fall head first good for you for going (laughs) for it not not really wanting to no man this isn't my strength but I'm going to go for it
1: well that's the story I want people to understand is that there's always a message behind that the pain and so when I came back guess what I had 300 kids at this gym asking me what happened, and guess what they all said: "You made it! You 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 made it to that world wall. There's no way Coach Theo failed." <laughs> and now I had to suck up my pride even more and explain to them that you know what I fell headfirst in the water, and guess what? It hurt so bad. But as soon as I was on my drive home, I got a text from a friend who said, "Hey, dude, guess what? God still loves you, and I still love you, and I just re- I just." instantly was reminded that god loves you no matter what yeah. and the performance doesn't matter he loves you no matter what he loves you just because you tried and now the story gets used to teach these kids that failure is okay you get back up and you say what's next god
0: yeah give me the next adventure let's go for it you're able to share that experience when they're fearing you know standing in front of that warp wall and afraid to go up it you can use that story and we're talking about it right now absolutely that's awesome i love yeah. that thanks for sharing yeah. I would not be on a Ninja Warrior course. <laughs> <laughs> but I love watching it. It's so so amazing to see the athletic ability of, of those. Oh, it's incredible,
1: oh, man. It's crazy. And some of those people you wouldn't even think. You know, yeah. You're like, this guy's going to fall. And no then he way. whizzes right yeah. through it,
0: you what? know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what about some of the things that you look back on and you're most proud of, some of the things that you just are just you can't even believe the blessings and the yeah. things that you just are so proud of.
1: Yeah, well, I tell you what. Let me just first say that obviously my, my most proudest moments are are marrying my wife who uh, saved my life. And I just thank God that I pursued her because I was an idiot when I met her and I was, you know, doing bad stuff. And thank God she got put in my life and I I changed my life so that she would stay with me, yeah. right? So I thank God that I made her proudest moment, obviously, having my my kids, Gio and Alana. So that's a no-brainer, right? Mm -hmm. But I actually want to share that, uh, let's say, probably one of my proudest moments, too, was quitting wrestling. Hmm. Because, again, it was my identity. Big part of your upbringing, yeah. Huge. And didn't know any other way. So wanted to wrestle for another year because I quit after after my third year in college I quit I wanted to wrestle for the fourth year like I really because every year you get better and I knew like that fourth year that was gonna be a great year because I just the peak
0: yeah that's right man
1: I just had an awesome third year Hmm. um, wrestling varsity and winning over twenty matches in Division one college wrestling and now I'm quitting because I got to get my life straight Hmm. so that was a great moment for me. to be able to quit what
0: uh, drove that decision
1: i just knew that i was on a fast track to nowhere and i had to get my life straight Mm. because i was failing out of college and i wasn't making the right choices and like i said wrestling was so good for me but then again it was my identity so it was like in a way bad for me and so i just knew that if i didn't leave it i wasn't going to start thinking about what am i going to do with my life like what's what's next what am i going to do what career am i going to get into so to quit it was a pivotal
0: moment yeah absolutely proud of putting that down and picking up something else that was a higher priority at that moment yeah which was you know becoming i guess the last year of college and transitioning from college to your adult life yeah yeah that was one of those moments that's huge huge right yeah thank you for sharing i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that you didn't um that fourth year yeah
1: that's that's awesome and you have so many good friends you don't want to leave them yeah and you know if you're not on the team you still got friends but it's not the same because you're not with them every day and you're not with them every weekend. So you really just have to start a whole new life. You
0: kind of, it's kind of like you keep reinventing yourself. That's a phenomenal word. It seems like you're really good at um, learning and growing and reinventing and constantly renewing your mind and your body and who you are. It yes. seems like there's a common theme here.
1: That's, uh, that's like the whole process that I think God really wants us to be mm-hmm. on. And that, you know, you
0: know it never stops. You know. Yeah, you never arrive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're a high performer, man. You get it. And I think people think it just stops and you don't put in the work. Yeah. But you got to put in the work.
0: I love that. All right. So day to day, um, I think, you know, what some things that are really awesome. We're talking about the things that are tools that you couldn't live without. So, you know, you mentioned prayer, obviously a big one. But what are some of the other things that are maybe tactical things, tools or products or things that you use that you just couldn't imagine not having?
1: Yeah. Well, I want to say, in case we don't bring this up, books. Mm Mm-hmm. I read a book one book at least every week started doing this three years ago wow. it's been the most powerful thing in my life audible Just can't live without physical how do you do actually it? all right so i will say this actually reading read actually reading it's a little bit different but i listen i listen to a lot of podcasts okay. so that's like another thing i do which i would say podcast is another tool i can't live without yeah i listen to podcasts almost daily but reading there's something more powerful i think for me when i'm actually looking at the words and it's sinking into my brain. So reading books is a tool I can never live without. It's changed my life, and I'll I'll never stop doing that.
0: A lot of people are interested in when. When do you read? Like what, like oh, what time of the day? Okay, so here's
1: here's what happens. All right, here's here's how you have to shape your path so that you can shape your habits. The book that I'm reading that week mm-hmm. sits on either the kitchen counter, or the coffee table, or the desk, or the end table next to my bed because you always want it in your if it's out of sight it's out of mind yeah so you, you want to always keep it in see front, it yeah. gotcha and then guess what happens whenever you get a little break from something it's right there you pick it up you start reading but every night no doubt before i go to bed i read
0: really yeah oh man so it's a, just a habit street, shift and kind of you're able to calm yourself down and yeah sleep. Well, that's awesome. it's a
1: habit to help me sleep which Book. is another important Book habit
0: a week wow talk about the learning that can happen it's you know huge amount of knowledge coming in every week that's why i started that's awesome. it's amazing yeah it's um, out there. Uh, uh, let me say this.
1: For supplements and vitamins, could not live without my multivitamins because what I found was I was deficient in vitamin B. So having supplements just helps. Hmm. BCAs, anyone that loves to work out, BCAs, branched chain amino acids, couldn't live without them. Totally changes your recovery and your
0: your performance. Is it specific to you or do you have a general one that you take that covers... And
1: I take a general one. Okay. So I take a general one called Amino Slim.
0: Amino Slim.
1: And let me say this, because this is funny. For some reason, they market it towards women, but it's not made for women. <laughs> but on Amazon, it says Amino Slim for women, but it's not. Nah, there's no the ingredient in there. <laughs> it's the
0: purest one I can find. Okay. So, right. And it's just, I love it. And what about the Multi? Is that the same company or different?
1: Multi is actually a, a company called... Um, Thrive Thrive Okay Thrive It's actually It's one of those Independent distributor companies Where you gotta find someone That sells it But I'll say this I've tested so many And friend, a cousin gave this to me To test it out And I just fell in love with it hmm. It's awesome It's got so much good stuff in it's it It's awesome I love it Thrive uh, CBD oil CBD oil Yay. We actually sell it Clean Remedies brand Here at the gym But I'm gonna say this I'm the biggest skeptic In the world And when this came to our life And we started testing it out we don't sell any products at this gym and we've been approached by so many supplement companies. This was such a life changer for my wife that I go, wait, I got to test this too. Hmm. And so I take CBD oil before I go to bed. I get the deepest sleep and what I'm the biggest proponent of sleep. You wake up with such a good rejuvenated feeling. You notice a difference
0: before it is. you started taking a nap?
1: For sure. Wow. That I could not live without it. Really? It just helps you
0: sleep. And I'm a huge advocate for sleep. Are you? Uh, what's your sleep? Are you a uh, seven-hour, eight-hour hours? More than eight. Minimum eight? I need eight or more. Gotcha.
1: Just function at this very fast-paced lifestyle. Yeah. Fast. That's one of my
0: main recovery another, methods. Another one of the free free hacks. Yeah. Prayer and sleep. Oh, it's, man. It's all coming together. Again, it's, <laughs> everyone can do it. <laughs> yeah. You just got to make the choice. I love it.
1: I want to share a neat tool that a lot of people don't know about, anyone that's in business or just likes to create good marketing things for social media there's an app called spark post it's adobe spark post Mm -hmm. there's a free version you don't even need to pay for the premium version that's what i use and changed our entire marketing game a few months ago don't even know how i found it man but you can create the coolest and fastest graphics ever to use on social media just on your phone on your phone just doing it's an app on the phone spark post
0: love that yeah a great tool that i couldn't lot, live without a lot of the stuff we see on your instagram is it coming from it's all coming from, from it. there awesome
1: Yes, yeah, Park post cool. Cool. changed for, the entire game thanks for sharing yeah
0: the price is right too yeah um we talked a little bit about habits but i want to switch gears to um life first you kind of mentioned it just very briefly earlier on but life first that do you have one um, yeah if so could you elaborate maybe what it is and how you got settled on that as your life first
1: i i encourage everyone to get a life verse Philippians 2-3, and then I, Philippians 2-3-5 through 5 is even more uh, what the actual verse is, but Philippians 2-3 is the start, and it's do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. In humility, look not only to your own interest, it's not about you, but it starts with you, but look to the interest of others having the same mindset of Jesus Christ. That started when my whole life changed. I came across it when I was turning my life around, and I started to pursue this life is not about you attitude Mm. and that's when i came across this life verse which just fits perfect yeah perfect it's not about you do nothing out of selfish ambition look to the interests of others have the same mindset of jesus so the reason why i recommend it for everyone is because you you rehearse it you recite it you ingrain it into your brain so you never forget it and it guides you it guides you and it can change i i always say like hey in a few years i mean it could change but It's been this for ten years, and I have a feeling it's just going to stay like that. It's awesome. Yeah, love that. Thanks for sharing.
0: That's so awesome. We we could go into so many of these areas, but um, I think that's a good kind of place to to somewhat bring this to a close. Um, I was asking if you would mind uh, for our audience, what what are the ways that they can best connect with you and all the things you and Amber are doing here? Yeah. So there's no doubt
1: people can follow us now at TheoAndAmber.com. Okay. Amber.com is the easiest way to at least track our content. Our podcast is now on Apple iTunes, awesome. which is sweet. So, Theo and Amber podcast is on Apple iTunes. Social media is at Coach Theo for Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And then our Facebook pages are, are Fit Me Up, and we also have Fit Me Up Fitness on Instagram. Uh, I want to, real quick though, give you guys a ton of credit. Iron Sharpens Iron. That is conference I came to is what was a huge catapult for me to up my game with creating content hmm. and because of you guys and some of those guys in there that just encouraged me I came home and spent eight hours that night revamping oh, really? my entire blog site no way. and then you know I used to always post like what I would call them podcasts but I would only send them to members I, it made me go you know what I got to create this content and make a platform for everyone Put it out. so there. you guys really pushed me to to pursue building this and really creating more content so i gotta thank you guys yeah
0: no it was awesome having you out there we had a lot of very high high regarded comments about your your talk and what you did out there so i mean that's really the whole point of the the in-person events is that it can you know you're surrounded by like-minded people who can help you improve or sharpen the iron you know and so for you you we knew that you're sitting on this mountain of knowledge and wisdom and it's awesome to hear that it helped you you came home and just poured out of you it sounds like right That
1: i mean that literally sharpened me that's awesome instantly that's so to cool. where i came home and i had to put into action that's awesome. because i had other men saying because i remember they were asking me like well where can we get your content and i didn't really have a platform that i made hmm. other than for my members and i was like you know what i guess i took it for granted yeah because i one of the guys said well who can we follow that talks about this <laughs> and i said you know what <laughs> that's a great question there's really no one out there leading the industry yeah and so I've got to start creating and it and putting it out there.
0: It's good. Uh, as I mentioned, the podcast that you guys are doing, uh, it's one of my favorite things to listen to it's right awesome now. awesome to hear, man. Yeah, so it means so much. Keep putting it out there. It's that's awesome. awesome. Well, would you mind closing us in a, in a word of prayer? Absolutely, All right. Man. Thank Absolutely. you.
1: God, thank you so much for this time with Nick. And for anyone that's listening right now, we just pray that these words hit them in some way. We know that this is not anything that is in our power. It's all you. You brought us together. You brought us here right now to have this conversation. Whatever was said was meant to be said, and it was meant to hit somebody. Someone listening to this podcast hopefully will take something away, and not just just hear it because knowledge is great, but actually put it into action because action is wisdom, and action is power. We pray for all these individuals that are listening, for all their families, and we pray for our own, and we just ask that you continue to use us. We know that life is difficult it's cruel we can get sidetracked but help us renew our minds daily so that we stay focused on you pursue you and boldly talk about you in such a loving way that people don't don't just hear it but they feel it and they see it you know we don't have to say anything if we just be the light be the way jesus wants us to be it can it can attract people and change their lives too and just help us remember that nothing that we do is about us but it starts with us. It's all about you, Jesus, and it's in your name that we pray today. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Coach. Thank Thank you for being authentic. Thank you for being bold. And thank you for everything you're doing. Man, I appreciate you. God bless you. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.